Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us again as we do our weekly devotionals. And I want to be talking to you today about love and compassion. Now, I want to hit on this because there is a difference between love and compassion. I know a lot of times they're used uh, synonymously where people say they had love or they had compassion on this person or whatever, but they're actually different things. They kind of work together, but they're still a little different. I mean, even when we did our previous study and talked about all the components of love, about what love is, compassion itself wasn't in that listing because it's an action of love, but it's not necessarily love itself. So I wanna talk on what compassion is, you know, how it's a little bit different than love and how the two of these work together. And I wanna start with Mark 6, 4, because it's talking about Jesus. And it says, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. And in Matthew 14, 4, it also is talking about Jesus. And it says, when he went ashore, he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed their sick. So what exactly is compassion? You know, because we see Jesus acting in compassion because it says he had compassion for these people and then he proceeded to do something, whether it was teaching them about the word of God, teaching about the promises, the goodness of the kingdom, or if it was, you know, performing miracles, healing the sick, feeding people, multiplying the loaves and the bread. All of these things are acts of compassion that Jesus did for individuals. You see, compassion can be easily mistaken for love. Sometimes people use sympathy or empathy to try and describe compassion, but it's a little bit different, you know, because compassion, basically it's a part of love because they work hand in hand, but it's not love. You know, compassion, what it is, is it recognizes the suffering of other people, but then takes an action to help them. So compassion isn't just the feeling, it's the action associated with things. Because people can be sympathetic or empathetic towards a situation, but do nothing about it. See, compassion is seeing the situation and feeling the suffering of another individual, but then doing something about it to ease that suffering. And we see how Jesus did that. That was his entire ministry. Everywhere he went, he was helping people. He was ministering to people. He was preaching the gospel to them to bring them hope, to encourage them, to let them know that they're not stuck here, that things aren't gonna be this way. He went out and had compassion on those who were sick or who were lonely and he healed them and he helped them. You know, so compassion is involved with action. You know, it gets involved And, you know, compassion basically prompts us and prompts individuals to work on others' behalf. You know, um, the spirit of the word compassion is synonymous with doing. So compassion is not concerned with, with just the material or physical things. It's also concerned with the human spirit and the soul. The spiritual definition of compassion involves acting to alleviate the suffering of others. You know, it doesn't just want to help with just the physical or material things, but it wants to help with the spirit and the soul. And we know the only solution to that is Jesus Christ. 
So when you have compassion on the lost, it means you have compassion because you want to bring a solution to their lost souls. So you tell them about Jesus. You present them with the gospel because you don't want them to be stuck in suffering. You want them to understand that through Jesus, they can be free. They can have freedom in their life in every area through the promises of the word of God and through the power of Jesus Christ working in us. You know, a good example or a story that shows compassion and work is one that Jesus told, one of the parables in Luke 10. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a quick synopsis rather than, you know, reading the entire parable just for time's sake. But if you want to go back on your own time and, and read it yourself, I encourage you to do so. So that would be Luke 10, 25 through 37 is the scripture passage, Luke 10, 25 through 37. But basically it's this parable of the Good Samaritan because this, this lawyer, this great teacher comes to, comes to Jesus and asks him, you know, well, how, how does one become saved? Like, how do, you, how do you get eternal life, you know? And, and Jesus tells him, well, how do you think you get it? Like, how do you think you earn, you know, eternal life? And the, the teacher said to him, well, it is written to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your strength and with all your mind and to love your neighbor as yourself. And Jesus was like, yeah, you answered correct. This is what it means. But then he went to ask him and said, well, who's our neighbor? And then Jesus tells him the story of the good Samaritan. And he says, there's this Samaritan who's going on this road, you know, on a trip. And on his way, he gets mugged by uh, thieves who beat him up, take his stuff and leave him for dead on the side of the road. And it says a priest walked by, you know, a very high important individual in the church. He said, then a Levite walked by and a Levite is an altar worker. So that's basically anybody who helps in a church. You know, that could be uh, um, anybody in the ministry of helps, anybody who regularly attends church, someone who I would even say considers yourself a Christian would have been anybody that fits under that category of the Levite because we are all priests of God. Um, and then the Samaritan, well, who's a Samaritan? You see, Samaritans in that time were people who were hated or despised by the Jews. You know, even Jesus, when a, when a Samaritan came up and, and asked him to heal her daughter, he referred to her as a dog. So that kind of gives you the standpoint or the viewpoint that Jews had towards Samaritans, you know? To them, they were like dogs. They weren't worthy of the, the Jewish promises of Abraham, you know? But Jesus came to save everybody, not just one person, but he was using this Samaritan as an example because this Samaritan, it said he had compassion on this Jew. So this Jew was basically his sworn enemy. You know, this Jew is somebody who looked down on him his whole life. This, this Jew could have been somebody who, you know, due to the Jewish cultures that he was, he was unworthy to enter into the temples. He couldn't worship there in their same places of worship. You know, they treated the Samaritans as an outcast. But this Despite this, you know, this Samaritan helped him. And, you know, I have some people asking, well, how did he know he was a Jew? Like, how would he, how would that Samaritan even know if he was a Jew, if he was sit, um, you know, left on the side of the road, bloody and beating? Well, a common thing for Jews to do is wherever they would go, they would always wear a prayer shawl because that was a part of their, their customs and traditions and culture and beliefs. It was a common part of their garments. So if he goes and see this man, he could have recognized that prayer shawl that would have been on this Jew, you know? So he could immediately associate, okay, this guy's not a Samaritan. You know, this guy's a Jew. So understanding that, but he decided he was gonna go out of his way 
and help him because he had compassion on him. And what does he do? He takes this Jew, he brings him to an inn, he pays for his service at the inn, he says, keep him here, I'm on a trip, I'll pay for, for everything, the food, give him the food he needs to recover. You know, he got him clothes, gave him these clothes since he, he was mugged and robbed. And he said, when I come back from my trip, whatever else I may owe you, depending on how long he stayed, he said, I'll pay it in full. You know, and that's what that's what compassion is. It requires action. That Samaritan, you know, didn't didn't care, you know, what situation this guy was in, didn't care that he was his mortal enemy or looked down on him or treated him as a lower individual. He said, I see this guy in help. I know what it's like to be in that situation and I have the means and the ability to help him. So I'm going to do it. You know, he had compassion on him. And you can see how the other religious individuals didn't have that compassion, you know, and they were of the own kind, you know. He was a religious priest. That means he knew that that guy, if he was a Jew, he would, he would have recognized him as a Jew. And that would have been like his own people. But they ignored him and an outsider, somebody who didn't even, you know, didn't even associate with the Jewish culture saw this man and helped him. You know, and that's what we've got to be able to do when we walk out in love is also, you know, walk in compassion. And I know something that's something I'm still working on in areas of my own life, because you'll go around and you'll see people and sometimes your first instinct is just like look away or ignore them. Or, you know, sometimes if you see people suffering or in hardship, it can make you uncomfortable and you're like, I don't know what I want to do. Just kind of like walk away. I can't help them or whatever. But when you, you know, you have a sense of compassion for people, which is like you, you hurt with them. You feel that pain with them and you don't want them to be there. And you want to do what you can to ease that suffering, to alleviate it, to help them get through it, to help them get out of it at whatever means you have necessary. And you see, love is, uh, it helps motivate compassion. It helps drive compassion. But compassion is taking that extra step and actually acting on it and doing something about it. So I hope you guys are blessed by this uh, message today. You know, there's so much more I could go into with just talking about the parable um, that Jesus did about the Good Samaritan. But for time's sake, I don't want to do like a <laughs> hour long sermon. But uh, take your time to read over that, meditate on it. You know, even look at the allegories between the connection of the Samaritan as a representation of Jesus coming and helping individuals. And you'll get a whole nother interpretation from just understanding that aspect of the parable. But again, thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you learned something from it. I hope you were blessed by it. And I want to encourage you to meditate on what compassion is and ways that you can act in compassion in your own life towards people, towards your family or whatever, you know. Again, thank you guys so much for listening and you have a good day. God bless.